Thanks for tuning in to Snacks 71.6 once again. It's always appreciated. And good golly, is it nice to look at Anchor.fm and see my numbers rising ever so steadily. It's really reassuring, you know. I'm just doing this for fun, but to see that now seven people are also listening and enjoying it, that's nice. To the seven of you who are listening so far, y'all are the real ones. If you are listening from the future, bold choice, I guess. Good on ya. Um, I'm pretty sure I've mostly talked about limited release products, so like, these early episodes do absolutely nothing for you, but thanks for the support, I suppose. Anyways, I'm Snackmaster Andrew, and spoiler alert, this week you're stuck with me. No special guest reporter. But we do have a good one for you today, so the royal we, because still it's it's a one-man operation. Anyways, the royal we've got some great news, some great reviews, and some okay ending tunes. So Stick around after this. I'm not sponsored yet, so it's not a commercial break. Uh, sound effect. So, our news this week is a bit meta. I open up my news source, and I am just flooded with Halloween stuff. It's the spooky season already. Kicked off officially by Mountain Dew. It's official. Mountain Dew's 2021 Halloween soda is launching in stores this month. August. Voodoo 3.0. And I want to start by saying... Of course, they waited until I left the United States for the first time. Well, I moved out for the first time to roll out Voodoo, and it's a spooky seasonal. So I have never had the chance to try Voodoo. But in 2019, Voodoo was candy corn. In 2020, it was fruity candy explosion. And this year, it is a generic sweet candy flavor. Yeah, Uh, they're pushing out their Halloween flavor in August. And the next, the news article right underneath that. Sam's Club has Halloween hot cocoa bombs. Just below that, Home Depot has costumes for its 12-foot skeleton. Below that, Disney has a Nightmare Before Christmas mug. Disney has a Haunted Mansion mug and spoon set. And then there's one about waffles stuffed with strawberry 
salted caramel and chocolate filling which those look so absolutely amazing and if it wouldn't like almost literally kill me to eat one i would but below that we have a giant inflatable clown 20 feet available at home depot these rustic pumpkins are made from old books you can get a massive spider prop for halloween bath and body works has four new halloween scents you can get a five-foot bone throne for Halloween. Nestle Tollhouse has a new Halloween cookie dough. You can get Disney's Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus plush dolls. You can get a Winifred Sanderson ornament. She's, she's, she's from Hocus Pocus. You can get a Hocus Pocus Halloween inflatable. You can get the Home Depot 12-foot skeleton. Not just the costumes, but the skeleton himself, too. Grandin Road has spooky Halloween decorations. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's the summer. These started coming out in July. The earliest article I can see celebrating the spooky season was on July 9th. Stop. Stop. We've been complaining about the Christmas creep as long as I've been alive. And I guess now that the new generation, the millennials, and the Gen Z just barely following up after them, now that we're starting to step into the roles of marketing and products and whatnot, now that we're starting to finally take over, because we've lived our lives rejecting the Christmas creep and going for what seems to be the antithetical Christmas, Instead of celebrating, you know, fun, wholesome, family joy, we leaned into Halloween because it's spooky and scary and not for kids. And it's, you know, Halloween Halloween is dark and scary, while Christmas is fun and light and joyful. So we kind of like went completely the other way. But now the Halloween creep is starting. And before I get too far lost on Halloween creep, I'm not I'm not saying that the Christmas creep is completely eradicated and innocent because Dove, also on July 9th, revealed their freaking Christmas flavors. Come on. Come on. Get out of here. It's not your time. Garbage. But I can't look at any snack news without being flooded with... I, I was going to talk about the new M&M's milk chocolate and chocolate chip flavored uh, M&M's, which once they roll out in March, they're going to be a permanent addition to the M&M's lineup, like the pretzel and the caramel-filled ones were. But I can't talk about that. I can't talk about how they'll be available at all major retailers for an entry price of $2.99, according to this article. A single, 1.35 ounces, a shared size, 2.83 ounces, and a sharing stand-up pouch, 7.4 ounces. I can't share, th I can't share that news because I can't focus because all I see is Halloween everywhere, and I used to love Halloween, but now, because it's everywhere, just like how we rejected the Christmas creep for being everywhere and being in our face all year round, I'm starting to get annoyed with Halloween. It's not that cool. It's just not Christmas. Hey, did y'all see that Bagel Bites have cheesy garlic breads now? And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. 
this week's snack review. We're heading back into Lay's chip workshop with avocado flavored chips. New Yoguo Shu Pian. New Yoguo Shu Pian. And let's take a quick look at the ingredients while I'm thinking about it. I am not seeing avocado at all. That's cool. Where did they get the flavoring? And why did they think of it? Uh, just like the other flavors, how there seems to be a primary, like, ingredient, like the chip base, like the purple sweet potato, the red sweet potato, the black pepper. There's also a sub-flavor, like the Spanish ham and the black truffle and coconut was the other one. Yeah. This one, oh, I should have looked at it at any point. I should have actually thought to read what this flavor was before I bought it. Uh, it's okay. I'm buying it so that you don't have to. I'm not even... Uh, it's sweet mustard. I'm so upset. It's avocado and sweet mustard chips. That's what I'm in for this week. I've got to eat avocado. Oh, that was interesting. I thought about the flavor of avocado, which I'm neutral on avocado. I don't hate it, but if I'm not forced to eat it, I won't. Um, and the only... I like yellow mustard. I don't like sweet mustard. I don't like honey mustard. I don't like Dijon mustard. I just like good old American sour yellow mustard. And this is that horrible, god-awful sweet mustard that Chinese folk seem to like. At least it's not mayo. Oh, let's talk about... Let's talk... Oh, let's go step by step. I guess. Oh, God. Um, let's start with the packaging. It looks nice. The typical white tube and the metallic lettering with a beautiful forest green. The green of the lettering is like my favorite shade of green. So that's really nice. And of course, there's the picture of the two chips with half of an avocado. And I can see now that there's a squiggle of mustard going between the chips. I should have paid attention. That's on me. Every time I think about how this is going to taste, I feel sad. So let's talk about the nutrition facts. Where's that part? Ah, okay. So, as is usual, 104 gram package, 30 gram serving, 164 calories per serving, and 
Again, same as always, 1.2 grams of protein, 10.1 grams of fat, 5.1 of which is saturated, 17.2 carbs, and this week it's only 3.1 grams of sugar. But the sodium is 245 milligrams per serving. That is the highest so far. These are the most salty chips to match my salty mood, I guess. That's interesting. I really wonder how... As I took a look at the other packages, I wonder why the purple sweet potato was so low, but then these are so high in sodium. But now it's time for me to crack it open and take a smell. All right. The smell is weird in that it just doesn't really smell like much of anything. It smells like like the most boring chips wrapped in a just in a in a bag. Except these are in a cardboard tube, so visually I'll give them this. The chips are the exact color of avocado. They managed that one despite there not being any avocado in these chips. They got the coloring perfect. I just took another smell of the chips and these smell boring. Hey, if the taste is anything like the smell, this isn't the worst it could be. Oh god. Oh man. There's not a single aspect of this chip that I am looking forward to. I guess here's hoping that it is just so dunked in salt that I can't taste it. But looking at the chips, I can see a bit of salt, but no more so than usual. Uh, who said that millennials are obsessed with avocado toast? Because here I am looking at allegedly reconstituted avocado in perfectly toasted, crisped, stacked format. And it is the absolute most abysmal nightmare that I could imagine eating. Was it Mitch McConnell? I hate you, Mitch McConnell. Eat ducky moss, baby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. I ate one chip, and that's the worst. That's the worst potato chip I've ever eaten in my life. Oh my god. I'm done. Congratulations, Lays, you did it. Here I thought that here I thought that the Spanish ham was the worst. Alright. Um mm, hmm, hmm, hmm. So, 
when it first touches your tongue, it tastes like warm avocado. You know how warm avocado tastes different from cold avocado? Yeah, that. It tastes like the warm avocado. And then after a second, you are just slam jammed with brown mustard flavor. I don't know where the sweet mustard comes in. It just tastes like... It tastes like you are deep-throating a bottle of brown mustard. The only saving grace is that I can taste the sodium. It... The salt... Your tongue goes into, like, a little bit of shock. Your tongue goes into shock from the amount of salt on these. So you don't taste it until after you've chewed the chip and it's halfway down your throat. Then the salt hits you and you recoil and it shivers. It sends, like, a shock wave from your tongue down your esophagus into your chest, through into your stomach, and... Hey, now that it's been about 30 seconds after I finished the chip. It tastes like burnt toast. Am I having a stroke? I know that smelling burnt toast is one of the signs of a stroke. Did Lay's just taste induce me a stroke? Hey kids, don't buy these chips. I think it'll kill you. Um, oh, you know, let's get back on track. Let's get back on track here, looking at my notes. Um, hand feel, mouth feel. These actually felt the most like American chips, yet. They felt thin and very brittle and crispy. So there's that, I guess. I talked about the taste, and I just got another shockwave of it. Taste is bad. Taste is bad. Taste? Bad. If you're a fan of brown mustard, and you're a fan of warm avocado, and you quite enjoy waiting a while to get burnt toast, then I guess give these a whirl. But if you have taste, if you enjoy tasting things that don't make you feel bad, then don't have these chips. I've noticed that I've been, in this episode, I've been doing sometimes when I'm at work, when I'm trying to stall for time, or when I'm in an uncomfortable situation, like in general, it's sort of a defense mechanism of mine to uh, to sort of sing a few words a little bit. I'm sure you've noticed and you've thought, what, is he is he singing? Why is he singing? Uh, it's a defense mechanism, I think. At first, I was really trepidatious about these chips, and now I'm so desperately trying to forget that I ate them and that they exist. These are going straight in the trash. I'm not finishing these. 
Um, speaking of which, that brings me to the final category that I talk about. Pairings. What do I pair this with? The trash can. Alright gang, before we close out, I decided to, while I was going back and editing, that I was, I, I tried another chip because I, I heard myself just ragging on it and I thought, no, it can't be that bad. I was, it was just, it is that bad. The chips are that bad. I, I tried another one. I, I hate it. I hate it. Don't get these. The avocado and sweet mustard chips. It's not sweet mustard. It's brown mustard and it's terrible. Don't get it. I hate these. These suck. Anyways, thanks for tuning in to another week of Snacks 71.6. As always, I've been your host, Snackmaster Andrew. Go ahead and uh, float me a nice five-star review. Subscribe. Share with your friends. Subscribe. Subscribe to me on, like, every platform you know of. It boosts my ratings and maybe, just maybe, if someone eventually searches, like, the whole title of it, Maybe it'll actually pop up. I tried searching on Spotify the other day, and I I typed in Snack71.6, and I had to go through a few. I was like, the seventh result. I, I searched my podcast's name, and I wasn't even the top result. That one hurt a little bit. I mean, I, I'm not expecting much, but like, come on. Come on, Spotify. Anyways... Like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. Tell a friend, tell your family, tell your dog, tell your cat. No dogs allowed. This is an anti-dog podcast. Unless it's like a nice golden retriever or a corgi, one of those dogs that like doesn't get all up in your grill. I don't like those big energetic dogs that get all up in your business when you're just trying to sit there and watch TV or you're trying to talk to your friend or whatever, and they're all up on you trying to lick you, getting their all dirty gross dog breath and whatnot on you on your clothes on everything not a big fan of those energetic in your business dogs i like golden retrievers because they're like nice and chill and quiet and even when they are a bit rowdy they're so they're just so gentle and soft and cute and corgis like you could give one meth and it wouldn't be able to get in your business at all they can't even hardly climb on top of your shoes they're so small. What was that? What was that? What was I talking? What the? What was that? It's too hot. I gotta turn my AC on. I think I'm between the chips and the heat. I think my brain might actually be melting. <sighs> Hope y'all are staying safe, staying warm, staying healthy. Wear a mask, folks. Come on. We can't do this again. We can't do this again, come on. Stay smart, stay safe, stay healthy, and most importantly, stay crispy.